So listen, show, I hey? just want you guys to know, just hit the like and the share button there. <laughs> what's You're the on name? the bottom. What's the name of the show? Where, Where you at, at, buds? Where you at, buds? Where you at, buds? I love it. You're on the show. Where you at, Brought to you in part by Backcountry Brewing. <laughs> totally. So Borelli, what do you think about that rice lager? That's a real nice time. It's this, good, right? This could get me into a, a whole bunch of trouble. Perfect. Real quick. We got four of them. And so, yes, Backcountry Brewing. I know how to drive a Tesla. Hats off. Hats off. <laughs> That's a great way to start the oh, show. Oh, fuck me. Hey, Burley, how's that beer? It's a good time. How does, Perfect. How does I one drive, drive a Tesla, Tesla and not own a cell phone? That's that's actually a funny question because that's the first thing I asked the sales guy was, can I own a Tesla without a phone? And he said, yeah, 100%. But, you, you know, you, you may not have the same experience that you would if you had a phone. So I'm like, well, fuck it. Like, the reason I bought the car is so that I don't have to spend... You know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on gas, yeah, commuting cool. everywhere, and it's like it's already made a difference. Rank and um, so now you can afford a phone. No, he's no, got his wife's no, phone. There, no, well, I don't have her phone. <laughs> I have the app on her phone just yeah, in see? case. There you go. But like on a night like tonight, <laughs> yeah. twelve rice loggers deep. Yeah, I'll get her to drive the car home maybe Auto for pilot. me. From yeah, her. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't get. I didn't get that as the option. Auto but you see, you're the only like man that I've ever known that has does not own a cell phone. Like I just don't know how you function. Like, I do pretty well. It's just, I, I just can't. I just don't know what, I don't know why. I just, I can't. I, I just never have and I never will. I mean, I'm 42 <laughs> years old. I've made it this long. It's like... Crazy. I have a landline. See what? So if the, lady, if the lady, if the ladies need the landline number, we can always throw that. It's not the best. My wife might answer. My wife might answer, but that that might not go off very well. But other than that, on the landline, yeah. I literally got rid of my landline today. Like I've been moving and whatnot, and I've had a landline all this time. But you know who calls me on my landline? Your parents. My mom yeah. and my dad, and that's actually my dad even texts. It's the same thing. That's basically why I have that. It's close friends and family that I basically have to call and yeah when my mom needs to get a hold of me you know what I mean yeah when the, when the fires were were kind of going off here she's calling Michael are you okay <laughs> yeah. and then my dad gets on the phone and he's just like what's up like what's happening out there it's like dad there's fires everywhere like we're surrounded in smoke he's like really I didn't think it was anywhere near you guys I'm like no it's not but you know what <laughs> I mean? that's, it's really it's only my parents phoning and that's really the only time that the phone rings at my house and you know what I mean? Like from time to time, I have people like randomly calling other people's cell phones looking for me, which I is pretty it. funny. Oh but um, you need a pager. Yeah, I just I can't. I've seen that. Yeah, happen. pager. No, you should totally yeah. have a pager. Is this place pager <laughs> friendly? Right. Start calling all the lucky contacts. Right. Where you at, buds? Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. And this that's like the perfect name of the show. Where you at, buds? It's like my life. Yep. Right there. Where well, is this? That? This is our inaugural show, and we got Borelli in here. So, why, Steve? Why is Borelli here? There's a lot of history with uh, with Borelli, whether it started in in like men's hockey from way back, and they get punches in the head, or, yeah, or you know, competing on the punching ice, each other in the head. Oh yeah. Well, we're well, we're, and and moving, yeah. Like I mean, from men's league to like being in a coaching role, and Steve being in like a you know, as, as one of the local refs, it carried on through through that, and now you know what I mean. We're working together, you know, with the Sea to Sky Bears program. So it's come I, I basically full, it's full circle. I understood really. since he was a ref and you were a coach that you didn't talk to each other for like three years because he adjusted oh, yeah, for the game. Yeah, I took a little bit of counsel to yeah, get to where we are tonight. <laughs> counseling, <laughs> couple f bombs, you know what I mean? You know, no, knowing Mike, Mike is uh, he isn't going to hold back. So it's it's kind of one of well, those. Well, I'm already interested. There's like the Tesla and no cell phone, and he and he beat you up, which is 
already off. No, no, there's no, 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 there was no beating up. No beat up. There's a couple like headshots. Like it's it was men's league hockey. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It was a couple yes to the face, but our men's league in the corridor was pretty competitive and I'm I'm an asshole um Fryer is an asshole yeah um, he sure is you know I think people that you know if they're listening they'll be like oh, yeah, he's fucking yeah. he's 100% right and yeah. we just I'm sure we just nobody went, would say mouthpiece no, oh mouthpiece no. is yeah, like no, that'd be the no. first thing but you know we we battled and competed and it was fun it was it was good to play competitive hockey like literally that kind of stuff Marcus I, I mean that's happened across Canada like this has happened in every small town across Canada guys like me and Mike are punching each other in the face by night and mm-hmm. doing business by day with a smile on the face and, yeah. and collaborating on something like that's that's why I wanted this because it just speaks to what we're doing right you got the you know your average everyday guys with extraordinary stories and what a way to to pop off with you know again we're both assholes on the ice but <laughs> this you know Mike game. is in a final four uh, which in British Columbia you play in a final four in your zone to represent your zone at the provincial championships and the final four is kind of like the last four in your zone and the winner of that final four goes through to the provincial championships Mike was in that uh, was in that final four and I was I just ended up happening to be refing that game. And uh, yeah, Mike got tossed. <laughs> well, Mike, Mike didn't get tossed. Steve tossed me. But it was it was it was a whole bunch of things that went down. I mean, we were in the the final four was being held in Squamish. Yeah. Um, it was the final game of the final four. It was yeah. for the banner, which for you know my group was a big deal. You know, it's a big confidence booster going into provincials. And the, the game, we, I think we were up, I forget what it was, if it was 6-2, 7-2, 8-2, the game was kind of, um, in my, yeah, in, in my opinion, we were we were kind of rolling with it. Um, I don't remember exactly what happened, but we just weren't getting any calls, and it was just, you know, typical. You weren't doing your job. It was typical, typical Friar. <laughs> it, was the fri- it was the Friar show. Right. Yeah. Just bugging. But I, didn't, I didn't see anything. Oh. I set the stage My, my here, arm right? is wow. hey, yeah. my, We're, we're yeah. setting the stage here. I mean, we're, we're talking Brendan Park Arena and all of its 1976 <laughs> glory. Yes. With 400 faithful, packed this joint out. Final four, one of the last games to be played. This They, they win, they go to provincials. And uh, we're running what is what is new at that time, which was a four-man system, because you really didn't want to miss anything, especially with Borelli on the bench. Like, you, you miss something. Yeah. You're going to hear about it. Yeah. Wait till you miss a call, and Borelli's yeah, on can, the bench. He's going to let you know. Oh, 100%. No socks and all. Yeah. Like, he's going my, to let you know. My flip-flops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm surprised you're wearing shoes today, actually. And, and, right, it was just in case me and Fryer decided to go out on the town tonight. Uh, and gonna get you wanted to fight. make sure you're wearing your shoes? Sure I could run. First yeah. thing I noticed. <laughs> he, he's, we're in this game, and it's and it's it's heated. It was a good game. I think it was Mission. I want to say Mission. No, it was uh, it was Coquitlam. See, I'm getting old, man. No, he'll never for, he'll never forget this game. It's like forget forget it's burned into his brain. I'm glad oh, fuck he, he followed <laughs> us to provincials again. Oh my god! So it fucking oh. only gets better. Yeah, that that actually it does continue on from there. So, anyways, he in this game we're running a four man system, which is which was new to BC hockey at that time. And my partner uh, on my team, 
I ended up making a call that Mike probably didn't like. And what ends up happening, the protocol and the procedure from an officiating standpoint is once that referee, once that referee calls a penalty, reports it to the timekeeper, he gets as far away from Borelli as he can because he knows he's coming, going to get a barrage. Yeah. Well, that means the other guy who didn't make the call is left at center ice running a line change for both benches, and which means inevitably you have to look at the coaches. And uh, give him the big high five. Hey, he gave me, yeah, he threw his hand up. So I he's he was it, So I'm throwing, I'm looking at Broly running the line change, and he fire. just starts going off. I mean, <laughs> just losing it. Yeah, I was not so happy. I'm, he was yeah, not happy as an understatement of the year. Well, it, it was, it was, it was just for me, it was more or less the inconsistency. That's, that's what set me off. Not so much the call, but it was like, my fucking God, like, we're at, we're doing this again. So, I, and I can't, and, and again, like, yes, I was, I was giving her, like, I was irate. And he was irate. So I'm I loud, and I'm loud. Yes. He's loud. And you got, and again, I, I set the, he's loud? What? Listen, I set the stage here so that you can understand really what ultimately got him You're rejected from the game. You gotta remember, my back is to the stands, and there is 400 people, this place is this is the most people you're going to get into Brendan Park and he's standing on the bench berating me <laughs> and I went over and asked him to come down and he flat out told me fuck no like, I'm not coming down I said no you got to come down to my level because we need to have a talk and I can't have you standing on the bench like, yelling at me it looks you. bad it looks really bad for me <laughs> Literally, and he's fuck like this fuck guy. no I ain't coming down I'm like well you're coming down or you're going so he came down we had a brief conversation. I told him it wasn't me who made the call. You're getting the wrong guy for this, and I, we just left it at that. I, I, I said, "Go, well, go get the other fucking guy. Then let me talk to him." <laughs> Bring him and, over and here. so I stepped back up on the bench, and I'm I was fuming because the, the conversation basically went nowhere, and it just kind of got me going even more. And 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 then I just it just happened. I just I gave I gave him no. The, there's no pushing back. I we gave teach, him. We, we, we treat oh, disrespect oh, with respect. I gave we, him, we I gave him the respect. slow clap. I gave him the slow clap. <laughs> there was a slow clap. So he, sli- oh, he skated. Oh, clap. He skated away. Which was returned, which was returned with a... You did Get not. out of here. Yeah, did he, you really? He skated away. Sorry, I don't know. You're going to have to hold the mic. But it was literally... I was like... Oh, my God. I and for me, remembering it, like the crowd was completely silent. It was echoing through <laughs> Brennan Park. And Fryer turned around like on a dime and was like, you're out of here. And, like, <laughs> beat it. it. So I basically jumped off the bench and swore the whole way around the rink as I exited, standing up in the stands in the corner, staring him down for the remaining part of the period. And my assistant coach at the time was Niter. Yeah. And, and he just hit the panic button. Oh my and my God. players were like, what like, the what fuck is going on? Like, where's where's the coach going? Like, what are we going to do type thing? And and so Tim's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and I, I simply told him, I said, you better win this fucking game, dude. Like, And it was like, I forget what it was, like seven. You better win, it's it was, on you now. It was like seven, exactly. It's like seven, four, or eight, two, I can't remember. But anyway, so I'm walking across. I'm still fuming. Friar's like eyeing me up in the stands now. I'm eyeing him. And what happens? They score a goal. Coquitlam. Then they score a second one. Then they score a third one. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? This is not happening. So Niter calls a timeout, calms the group down. We end up winning the game. We get the banner, blah, blah, blah. But you know what I mean? It was it was funny because it was it was, it was, it was bittersweet. So and I, I can literally say that some of those gray hairs on Mike's head probably came from oh, me. Oh, fuck, and I got a bunch more. <laughs> You're lucky that 
don't know. I no, no, to it's again. it's. How old is hockey? My question, like, my question so is, my question is, with the swearing and the back and forth and the clapping, how old are the kids? A midget age group, so 15, 16, 17. All right, so they're, it's not so, like you do this around eight year old. No, 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 no. I'm trying to be better about it. Like I, I, I kind of warn the parents is like they're the one thing your kids might learn. They might <laughs> might learn to swear. I definitely don't do it. You know, with the younger kids and that kind of stuff. But with the older guys, like it just comes out. Like I can't help it. Right. And for me, it's just like I think people that swear are just the most honest people. Like it's just like I, I, fuck it's, it. Right. Well, they like, say they say the people right. who swear are smarter. Isn't that what well, say? that makes sense. Hey, I, I understand. Understand that. I, I get that. I'll agree with Fryer on that. Get, hey, see this therapy session is going great. Yeah, and again, it's good. This kind of stuff. This is this is like, standard, this is, yeah. this is Canadiana. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like this is happening across the country. Yeah. Like, growing up, and then Mike kind of alluded to there earlier. What ended up happening was actually really nice at BC Hockey. To uh, I, I was actually selected to officiate at the provincial championships too as well. So you Fuck were doing your job? Was there. Oh it was, he wasn't done with it. I was like, "Fuck!" Finally, last game of the season, I'm gonna fucking see Fryer anymore. Well, guess why? Was I fucking wrong? Oh my God! Was Sunshine Coast Gib- Gib- Gibson's Arena, and this fucking guy walks in the rink, and I'm like, "Are you fucking joking me?" Smiles, your with friends, his bag, right? Your friends, right? Loud, loud in the rink. Hey, oh. Hey. And my and my staff are like we're looking at just like you fucking gotta be kidding me. <laughs> and it, it turns out, you know, our our tournament again, provincials is you know you're basically just there with with the top teams at tier three level. Um, they're only giving out four banners a year: tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four. Um, it's a privilege to be there. The kids busted their asses to be there. Um, we had a wicked setup. We ended up staying at like the YMCA type center and we basically had like the players in the dorms with the coaches and the parents kind of had their own cabins we had breakfast you know and lunch and dinner every night the kids got to hang out it was a really good experience for everybody and then you know the tournament for us started out really shitty i mean we lost our first game we ended up tying our second game um it was miserable the weather the first couple days and then all of a sudden it was like you know day three we wake up the sun's shining it's like here we go this this is it and is that the day you saw Fryer roll? That, up? <laughs> well, to, and and I'll let I'll let him tell you this one because this was kind of like a make or break moment for our group. In in the game, there was there was a call that was made, and it was like it it was either we were going in or we were out, and it was the right call. We ended up having Fryer. They make that call. We haven't. We ended up having a goal disallowed, which was clearly a goal. The the entire staff, the on ice officiating crew, which again there was four they guys. Had TV. There too. TV, well, like, they reviewed it. They did TV. the whole nine yards, Hilarious. right? They really did it up over there. Um, I, will, I will give the Sunshine Coast props. Oh, they do. They do for, a wicked for their job. Small community, a wicked I mean, job. You know, it's a big thing when their kids are playing seven o'clock games in the evening and they're 50 50 and like three grand to the winner. So they're making like six grand. So it, it, that they were that is, it it's a, it's an amazing hockey community. That like, rank for, is so oh, nice. It's, it's so good. Um, that, that community is, is, they're going in the right direction. They've got some really good people involved. You know, yeah. Brad Wingfield, yeah. you know, an absolute legend. If you don't, if you don't know him, just look it up. Anyways, and that, that game was the turning point for us. And then from there on out, we basically went on a, on a winning streak. We were rolling again and, we ended up in the finals against Sunshine Coast. So it was the host team. We are bitter rivals for years and throughout the season. Um, and you want to talk about a packed rink. I mean, that that finals, there must have been... Couldn't get any more people. No, there, were, there must... I mean, the people were around the boards. The stands were full. Wow. This is a new facility. Yeah. 
and we're going head to head. And um, it, the, I mean, we're tied all the way through. It came down to a broken play in the neutral zone with about 50 seconds left. You know, one of our top players kind of made a really big play in the neutral zone, basically stripped one of the Sunshine Coast players of the puck. One of our guys jumped off the bench, went in and, and just sniped one top shelf, like right, like in and out, 30 seconds left. And, and that was that was it. And we we celebrated like mad. It yeah, was so they, it was incredible. It was the game incredible. that he's talking about, though, the game where they were kind of make and break. I think it was. I want to say it was Port Alberni. Mm-hmm. Port Alberni. It was Alberni. It was Port Alberni. Yeah. All those officials were staying in the same hotel as the Alberni team. This is good. So this got awkward. Like, oh you talking about that being awkward? <laughs> Try staying in the same hotel and walking in and walking out at the end of the night. Well, and, all and these in the morning with the same guys that there was a real contested call. And and I'll tell you right now that. That coaching staff from Alberta, they were they were pretty good guys. They were oh, they, really they understood it. There's videotape. Go have a look because in the real time you're not you're not hearing what the the TV guys are saying, what the what the play by play guys are saying. But what they were saying because you get to see it later. Now you know this being we're five years removed, we have seen the tape. They're like, yeah, well, are they going to get this one right? Like this, I don't think they got this one right. That that goal was clearly in the net. Like so, there's this is we're back to a three man crew. For the provincial championships, uh, nine of us over there, three man crews. Um, the official for that game, he got blocked out by just a large group of players. It was a play at the net, kind of a scrum, broken play, and the guy stuffed it in. And I'm on the opposite side at the blue line, closest to the actual net. So I got a chance to see it over the line. One, one thousand, two, one thousand. Then he went to his whistle. Well, he thought he had gone to his whistle first before the puck crossed the line. Well, we don't have the benefit of video review. You, you, this is, we're talking, it is provincial championship, but you ain't got no video on the goal line. You got two guys from Shaw TV who think they're hockey guys, and they aren't. And they, yeah. <laughs> give it granted, they took a real shot at doing play-by-play that week. I mean, that was good on them. You know, they're like, I don't think these guys are going to get this. They're going to get another one wrong because they were ripping the Oh, yeah, they were all week oh, long. Like, standard. They're going to get another right? one wrong. Fucking makes sense. Makes sense. So he's on the officials. Like some of the other younger guys that I was officiating with, they were actually getting really chapped about it because they want to watch. They're like we want to be as good too, or they want to be as good too as well. And some of them now are actually refing in the Western Hockey League and otherwise, right? But this guy had missed it. He wasn't having, and you don't really have a conference. You don't go over to the ref and hey, we're gonna have a conference about this one. Like so, I was the closest guy. Net got knocked off. I went in, grabbed the post while the other guy was. You know, grabbing puck. I just quickly looked up and glanced at him and said, Hey, Beats, you want to have a quick little chat about this one? And he kind of looks at me and he knows when I said that, just really quick out of the corner of my mouth, Yeah, 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 I want to have a talk. So I quickly just worked over, had a quick little combo with him, said, Listen, don't just take it from me. Make sure we get, we get the other guys. Look at it too as well, see what he got. Ultimately, it was the right call. The goal was called a goal. And our, <laughs> thank Christ, because our reviewers, so we are reviewed. We are. We I thought are, you were going to we say, "Oh fuck, reviewed. here comes Borelli." Yeah, we have people evaluating us while we're on the ice as an official. There are evaluators there. It just so happened the evaluators standing literally on the glass behind this, and like we're talking four feet from where. And he's, he, and he's seen it he as, well, see call as well. Yeah. So we go in. So this is at the end of the second, close to the end of the second. So we had a break between you have a nice clean, you go off the ice, and we're in there. And he comes in. 
So who made that call? Hey, I'm sorry. I got to interrupt you guys. You want another? This fucking rice beer. <laughs> what a nice time. Back so at your brain. Whatever you're fucking doing, yeah. keep doing okay, so it. So what it's called is, it's called Take a Chance on Me I'll, Rice Lager. I will take a chance on you, Rice Lager. Okay. That's take, unreal. Take a chance on me. Take a chance, take a on, chance on me. I will. Take a chance on me. Okay. Hey, okay, Fryer, you can listen, talk. I'll stick speaking by. About, Don't speaking tell about, him that. Speaking about taking a chance on me. So this supervisor comes <laughs> oh in. Okay. God. This is another be, another Fucking another backcountry plug. Speaking of taking a chance on me, pump his own tires. He goes, he comes in. Supervisor comes in. He goes, I want to know who made that call. And now we're all everybody who's on the ice is we shitting ourselves. Yeah, shitting rocks. We're we are now the official because that's the way you do it. He's got the red arm, but he's getting paid more money than us. He's got to deal with that. Points. Briar, Briar made that call, and he goes, "You got it right." That puck was uh, in. Did you that get a slow clap, Fryer? No, there was no, there was no slow clap. He didn't even know it at the time. Nobody no. knew it at the time. No. He wouldn't have known. They ended up. Nothing really came of it. They ended up having a tie game. But if they had lost that game, they, we were fucked. They would. They would have done it. That was really the turning point for us. And then that was it. Our guys went to work, and the, the rest of the tournament, it was. And it was a, ours. I, I, it was ours. Would hazard to say I was probably the only guy on the ice who would have been able to see that puck clearly across the line. So, see, like, why do you want to be a ref? Like, you take so much abuse. Like, everybody fucking hates the ref. I hate the ref when I'm playing. Why do you uh, want to be a ref? Yeah, well, you, you, listen, at one time, there was a lure of going to the NHL. Like, you think about it, like, flying around, flying oh, around. Oh, got the flying. Carrie Fraser hair. Oh, but I you, had you were dreaming of that. Had it. You had it. Had it. Oh, oh yeah. I gotta oh, see yeah. a high school picture flow. of this oh, guy. I had the flow, but I had her. I had her swiped over. Or I didn't really want to wear a helmet. Oh my god! Mad when they he had like the hairspray sponsorship. Oh, and it's it's no, it's probably right? the same allure for you know like a young player 100%. wanting to make it to the show, 100%. right? Really? Like hundred percent. Okay. And, and what people like for me, it was it was Jay Sharers, like Hope BC's Jay Sharers, man. That there guy was kids can idolize anybody. Like you know, I was a kid, and that's just. That was the guy. It was like hmm. Jay Sharers. Like, that was the guy. Oh, I want to be like that guy. Oh. And, uh, you know, I played to a high level. I love Okay, fighting. here we go. And they do say, the, they do say the, best, the best referees are goons and goalies. Like, you Whoa, know. there we go. Because you can't. Ding, ding, ding. Friars <laughs> in. Here we go, baby. So, That's it. But, no, he was just. I would never idolize a ref, though. I, I always, always liked it. It actually landed really well to my professional career uh, in that, you know, I, I like just. I like abiding by the rules. I like you should have been a cop. No, no, hell no. I didn't like abiding by the rules. I just knew when you when something was going on. I, something I, is wrong. I'm gonna call you out on it. Check the rule book, Borelli. He said that to me a few <laughs> times. Go check the fucking rule book, buds. I'm like, wow. like I'm gonna spend time doing that, dude. Oh I'm just God. here to like bitch and moan to you, so I don't really oh care. Nine C point two, Borelli. Exactly. Here we go. This is where we're at. Okay, let's let's uh, let's flip the fucking page here yeah. on. Oh my so, god! So ref, like flipping, flipping, the, flipping the hockey page and, and flipping the, the official bullshit um, because that ship was, that was actually that was my last hurrah. So that was, was that it? was it. Yeah, that was it. Twenty sixteen was the last time, and I knew that that would be the last time that I would get an assignment to ref to officiate. Fifteen sixteen, yeah, yeah, that was 15, it. Yeah, yeah. So that was my last one. I knew that I was going to be it. So it was really cool. So you peaked. You didn't. You didn't make it much further than that. Then no, I had in, in your, your referee career kind of. Yeah. Oh. Do you have the Carrie Fraser hair? It doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. Right? And you had stripes on butts. Like, Fucking chicks, right. Chicks. Chicks. Right. chicks. <laughs> Kelly was oh following God. me everywhere. 
Kelly oh, was Kelly. Oh, yeah. oh, Kelly's like, she's is, like, Steve, yeah. put it on. The refs get all the Go chicks. It's like the bass player in the band. Right. Blow my whistle, Steve. The bass guy. You can oh, blow my guy. whistle. Boom, yeah. boom, right. boom, boom. Just staring at you everybody. Get the, get the Nothing player. to do. Nothing to do. The bass player just hammering on the same the same string, staring at all the birds in, the, in the, the front row. You get the row. hot chicks friend. That was it. <laughs> That's what you get. That was it. Not you. <laughs> Your wife's super hot. But there, there you go. There's, there's the background. There's a bit of what, what that was for Steve and I, and and how it all ended up here. It was, it was a ton of fun. And I, why we're here? And we're in this wicked man oh, cave. I don't even know where we are. Like in a backyard in Brackendale, trying hey. to figure out what's going on here. But I walked in here and I was like, Jesus Christ, Friar! Like I could live in this. It's spot. rad, hey. <laughs> like this is unreal, guy. Like right. let's put a bed up here. Let's get a pisser in here. Like what are we He's doing? What are you waiting like- for? And he's like, oh, I just you know just come out here. Like you know, I'm like, oh yeah. I wouldn't even go. I wouldn't even go in my house if that was the case. I would just stumble in here he Friday and Saturday he nights. Where and Kelly finds him. Here's here's asleep. the pullout and be ready to yeah. rock and roll, right? Well, pullout. We gotta, so pull out. we gotta add a hot tub to this thing. There's gotta be a tub here. Oh, here we go. A deck in the tub. And the guy's got, got a skate sharpening unit. I know. Okay, so honestly, it's my like, competition there. I, I should have brought my skates because no, Brelly, you I do a damn good sharpening on skates. So talking about talking about shameless plugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Squamish, source for spores. Go and see Mike Brilly. Come and see me for Skate Sharpen. Mike Brilly. Squamish, source for spores. We know our stuff. Quite honestly, he gets my goalie um, cut pretty good. So. You know what? It's probably, I probably didn't actually even sharpen them. <laughs> no, it's, it's like the young kid in the back. Just took, been, hey, just took the old snake's tongue to it. Just, yeah, yeah, just a couple. It's the old cork and just rub it. Here's the stone. I'm just going to stone Shelly's. Yeah, just take the and like, oh, Shelly's rolling up. Better That's just it. give it a little stone. No, so, but, so <clears throat> I want to kind of flip the switch and kind of segue now that we've gotten out of the hockey. But before we get out of the hockey, because you guys just finished the Whistler Super Camps in collaboration yes. with with Corey Coop and so, so. and yeah. uh, you've got Bombardier who uh, is Carl. Uh, yes, is, yeah. uh, is like a, an Kurt. NFL. Uh, yeah, you know, Carl, personal trainer with the now with the the Seahawks, or he's been he's been all around the NFL. Well, he's 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 an incredible dude. Um, obviously, um, he got the gig with the Seahawks for this this current season. Um, so unfortunately, he wasn't able to be in Whistler with us all summer. But he created all the programming and everything as far as fitness and nutrition went for the program, and then. Um, you know, has been following up with with the families of the players that were out at the camp for us this year. But yeah, Worcester Super Camps was something that we had been kind of working on for several years, and the whole COVID thing, and and not really being able to launch it right away. We were were able to launch it this summer. Um, so essentially, what we've what we've built is basically like hockey camps in Whistler, obviously. And I mean, you guys all know Whistler, like what a spot, right? So we're basically in our backyard running hockey camps, which kind of all of us are all passionate about. Like Carl's a big hockey guy too, as well, right? Like you know, he specializes in training, uh, you know, football athletes and stuff, but hockey players as well. And then you know, yeah, Corey Coop again. You know, here's another referee we're plugging here, <laughs> Corey Coop. Um, but Corey, you know, uh, approached us about creating this Whistler Super Camps, and it was just a move in the right direction. And for the summertime, being able to do hockey and yeah. be in Whistler all summer is yeah. like the match made in heaven. Yeah, there's a whole off ice component yeah. to it. You know, we've got the players on ice, and what we're trying to move towards is building a community of coaches. 
you know, for the longest time in the corridor and, and still, you know, it's been, you know, a handful of guys that have been doing, you know, the majority of the skill development. And the idea is to basically bring in guest coaches from around BC. You know, hopefully we can bring in coaches from around Canada, from the U.S. globally, have these coaches come in and basically teach players what they're really good at. And so this year, you know, we had um, a number of different guest coaches come in, like, you know, we had Pavel Barber in for a weekend. So if I would think people who are listening to this, if, if they know anything about hockey, you know all about Pavel Barber. And we had a, a whole slew of coaches come in from the lower mainland who came up and basically taught the players in the corridor different techniques and, and, and different, basically ran the skill development and then along with kind of our staff with, with KB, again, a number of different uh, skills coaches in the corridor, um, we kind of helped oversee everything and kind of assisted them with that. And then uh, we ran a bunch of the skill development stuff too as well. But it's it's more or less like the experience of yeah. it oh, totally. and coming in um, and, and basically being in Whistler and, you know, for the parents yeah. even, you know, being able to like bike, hike, ski. And don't you have like a concierge that kind of like takes care of everything? Yeah, and that's, if you want to go golfing, you guys can set it up. That's, you guys want, that's right? Corey. Yeah, yeah, that's Corey. Yeah. So he kind that's of amazing. oversees, he's kind of the director of the programming. Tim and I take care of kind of what the on ice yeah. would look like. And Carl kind of oversees what the off ice would look like. And we had a number of quality people come in as staff that were here with us all summer. For them, you know, I get to spend four or six weeks in Whistler, and so sweet, you know. So it's, it's so been is this good. is this to make up ground for basically missing out on hockey for like you know almost two years? No. It, it isn't. It isn't. It was it, we we've been running, running this skill program. development for years, right? Um, but it was just a like a, just something different, something that we wanted to kind of build and offer to players that's a bit more unique. I want to say, and there is. I mean, I know that there's a number of different like programs that are similar throughout BC throughout the US like globally it happens but for us the biggest pluses i guess is whistler itself like oh, it's yeah. just it's mental right you you you've got years in which the Canucks spent like almost mm-hmm. you there know, would some would say that facility was built for the Canucks in the beginning yeah its inception right it was built with their the, training camp yeah with, there every with year. the you know, with the premise of, you know, you're they're going to host teams like that. I mean, yeah. you have teams that come in to play the Vancouver Canucks, like Dallas Stars or the Ottawa Senators. They're, they're making a trip up, spending their time there mm-hmm. if they're coming in two or three days ahead and training up there and then playing, you know, traveling back to Vancouver to play, right? So it is a really good place to do it. And this is, you're not talking professional athletes. We're talking... What, kids of what? Yeah. Like, five, five like, six years old? Grass, like, grassroots. Yeah. Like, we basically implemented from U9 to U18. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we've got plans to try to move in the direction of having elite players and having pro-level players, and that's kind of another direction we'll take it. We've we've obviously spoken as yeah. well with the Squamish Women's, like, Hockey Academy to have them come on board and um, kind of do a collab, if you will, to have them maybe running men's and women's. Yeah you know, tournaments yeah. and, and running men's plan. and women's what programs, okay. right? Yeah. So like we'll, we'll, we'll need referees, Fryer, so right? you, yeah, can, Fryer, you can be the director of referees and, men's you know, and all that good stuff. There and I'm in well, wait a second. Oh, we got no. Corey Coop, we'll so we're, we're, oh we're good God. there. Say, we got, we got this, Corey, but... This guy's over the hill, but we're going to leave that to Corey Coop. And yeah, I mean, we've got tons of ideas planned. I mean, we're planning already right now for next summer and essentially runs... 
roughly for about six weeks. So and it's, it sells uh, out. Like it's top notch, high performance. Yeah, like we've got program. It sells out. We did. We had a lot of players through yeah. the program this year. It wasn't ideal, obviously, with kind of like what's going on. Yeah. But we we're hoping that obviously we can expand it and we can accommodate any skill level. We've got the coaches. We've got the people in place to make it happen. We can help with bookings as far as like if you want to go golfing, you want to go to this restaurant, you want to stay at this particular hotel, yeah. Airbnb, whatever that is. So. It, again, in, in the first year, we felt like we did a really good job. Um, a lot of the feedbacks come back has been very positive. And, you know, we're just trying to grow the game of hockey, I guess you would, in the in the corridor. Because a lot of times, you know, hockey is kind of down the list, right? I mean, you think about Whistler, you think it's, it goes to skiing, it goes to biking. Um, I think even golf is probably, yep. you know, ahead of, of, ahead well, of where in, we're in at. In this town, so. it's a lot of mountain biking here. Is, is there an increase or a decrease where it's sort of kind of been the same over the years, the demand for players and demand for, for hockey? The the culture has definitely shifted and it's it's moving in the right direction and it's it's definitely growing. The biggest thing is the community, like Squamish itself, is growing, right? There's more and more people moving here. There's more and more infrastructure and once that continues to grow, hockey will grow. Just sports in general will go off. But it's moving in the right direction. There's a lot of good people involved. Uh, we have a ton of fun with it. And for us, again, it, it does start at the grassroots level. We start with the young kids. You kind of grow that. They, you know, they aspire to play in the big leagues and they look up to, you know, pro players. So if we can connect and get pro players to the community, training in the off season, even if it's for a weekend, you know, even if it's for a week and these kids will be at the rink watching these guys. And then once they're done, they're jumping on that same ice sheet and doing mm-hmm. similar stuff. It's kind of it's kind of how it goes. I was again, I was spoiled a bit growing up in Sault Ste. Marie. Like that's all we did was hockey. You know, I played with a lot of really good hockey players, guys that made it to the highest level NHL, guys that have played pro overseas, everything. You talk about the Canucks, you know what I mean? Like, I, w- I was in Whistler watching that, right? And and the kids were just, they were feeding off yeah. it. It was incredible. There's a lot of good things. And, you know, there's I think there's going to be some exciting things coming up, yeah. you know, with the Canucks probably. Maybe they're back in Whistler again for another main camp. You look at what's happening even like on the women's side of like hockey exactly. right now like well and so then look good. at us like we're trying to get this girls academy happening like we we're trying to feel the passion in these girls that you know they don't I mean, want to really, play can, with the boys can, can the women in canada have a better summer like this has I been mean, insane for them and it's gold, unreal yeah hockey gold and then and you know even, I mean? even on the tennis our girls are just killing it even on the tennis even most tennis, recently man. right like <laughs> it's it's and it's incredible and I think I think it's it's a good it's a really good thing right like and and again yeah working with the Squamish Women's Hockey Academy and trying to like build that side of it and and again both communities have done a really good job mm-hmm. kind of doing that right like you look at the lower mainland the girls programs women's programs like AAA level programs like it's going off and it's it's good it should be right like it's important so any way that we can kind of give back to the community and, and continue to grow the sport is kind of like the direction that we're taking it but yeah if we get we're we're, we're, we're gonna exhaust all avenues and, and make it happen that, that's women like a good weekend in Whistler too so that's what Brelli and I have been <laughs> oh, talking well, about yeah. so Brelli and I have been coming up with some good ideas like so sorry husband we're out right head to Whistler not sorry husbands the husbands might be up there my wife's gonna kill me but like Sorry, there's a women's hockey they're, tournament in Whistler. Yeah. Invited, yeah, I'm gonna go Somebody see the Jew like, this weekend, <laughs> and that's where I'm staying. Right? But so. like also, and then we're gonna be doing like you know probably collaboration with like uh, golf instruction, women's weekends. Up I mean, hockey. It's really, all we got honestly, a lot on the go. Yeah, like when, golf, when you, hockey, when you speak right? to Whistler yeah, right? from a recreational standpoint, possibilities are limited. So we could we could spend hours on that. Oh, but 
where I want to take this to now is, is somewhere that you kind of touched on there. You, you come from the Sioux. Yeah. In Ontario. Oh, oh fuck. And, um, <laughs> you know, you're growing up in the Sioux. I, and I don't know this about you, Mike, so I, this is kind of one of those things I want to... Oh, why fuck. Squamish? Why Whistler? Why... Well, like, what... What? First of all... It's prettier here. Yeah, it's so fuck. I'm terrible, right? Lot, like the, there's a lot of... There's a lot of transplants from Ontario, from back east that come this way. Yeah. Uh, right? It's not just, you know, your lower mainland folk who see a you know, great opportunity here in, in the Sea to Sky corridor. But for you, for, what brought you here? Well, for at the time, it was like I'd wrapped up hockey. I was done school. My girlfriend at the time was coming to study at UBC. So we literally packed packed a van and drove across the country. And I spent months and months in Vancouver. Um, <clears throat> I had some friends that I grew up with that were living up here in Whistler. And I would come up and hang out with those guys on the weekend. And then I would go back to the city and I'd be like, fuck, like I, Vancouver's incredible. You'd feel shame. I feel shame. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you like, you gotta go back to Vancouver and I feel shame. Uh, and it, it, and it, for me, it was like, fuck, what it, like, it's raining down here and up in Whistler, it's snowing and it's a party. Well, you're and, also a small town. Well, Sioux is not really small, but I mean, well, seventy five thousand people, yeah, seventy four thousand are Italian. Yeah, it's but, small town. But I get it too. When you get to a city, you're like it's different being in a city when you're from a small town, right? Oh, hundred percent. So when you get up to Whistler, it's like it's snowing here. It's not pissing rain. It's more it's of a community, town, yeah. you know. Yeah. And again, being being that I had some friends that were here and they were they were working in in the bar industry, like we had fun. Don't get me wrong. Like oh my, my my first couple of years in in Whistler were a complete write off, but no. I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for anything. We we had a time and and I again probably shouldn't be talking. Well, whatever. I don't give a fuck. It's you know we were fucking or fighting. <laughs> that, that was that was that was it, right? Like that was kind of the motto with the boys. It's broken hearts and broken noses, and it was like. Did you say you were fighting or fucking? That's basically oh, yes, just yeah, said. yeah. That's what I said. As he did um, just said. Yeah. I, so really, when I said to him, "You're going back to Vancouver," oh shit, yeah. He's gonna down. Just just uh, think of all the hockey moms listening to this right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's not good. <laughs> like, but oh, uh, really? Well, whatever. Oh. But. Yeah. Well, it was it was mo- it was Buffalo Mojo's. Bills. I was I, I couldn't go Buffalo. to I couldn't go to Garfield's. I couldn't go to Buffalo Bills. I, I wasn't allowed at, at the long. Friends of the owner. I wasn't a, I wasn't allowed at Longhorn. Well, one of my one of my closest friends, one of my best friends, you know, he worked there for a long time. He ended up buying the business and you know owned and operated still currently, right? Um, but I mean, we had a good time. We we were I skied growing up. I had a ski resort close to home, Search Mount. We had a chalet out there. So when we weren't playing hockey, we were out there. If we, you know, if we had a weekend off, which was rare, right? We were. Once I moved out west, it was like there's no there's no, no going point back, going home, right? But I come from like an Italian family. I got three brothers, four boys. Um, oh, yeah, exactly. My mother's a fucking saint. <laughs> She's doing everyone's yeah. laundry and putting dinner oh in everyone's God. fridges like, nonstop. Plus Unlike my dad, my really. So there's five of us, and then we always had like mastiffs growing up, male dog, like big. So my. You know what I mean? Oh it was. Uh, my God. Oh yeah, my my mother. What alpha? Yeah, she, yeah, she's amazing. I I still you know I want to go home. I go home and see my friends. Like I could roll into Sault Ste. Marie and and have a time with my buddies and and you know I haven't seen them obviously you know for the last couple of years kind of because what's going on and it's like I never left. Nothing yeah, changed. Yeah. Nothing's changed. We bought in Squamish about seven years ago. Being in Whistler, you know, since around 2002, we had a time. And then, you know, I met some people that were involved in hockey and it was my time to kind of give back. And so I just jumped, you know, into coaching. My buddy Micah Stippich, who was living uh, in Whistler from Michigan, 
we we met at a fight at a bar. He was the bouncer so kicking Canadian. us out, and we that, were that fighting. Is, like, we were fighting everybody at the we're bar. We're talking about Canadiana. We're talking about right. the small yeah. town. So we're Canada. talking. I mean, yeah. this, is, this is kind of the other fabric of this show is just kind of the small town Canadiana. You know, things that are happening here really resonate across. And I mean, whether it's, you know, being 16 and trying to get into the boot or, you know what I mean? It was, it was crazy, dude. You know, I mean. Well, we, we were, we, anyways, we were at um, the Crab Shack. So we're there. Shit goes down. We're fighting. We're outside. The bouncers are holding us. Turns out to be my buddy, Micah. We're having conversations like, so where are you from? Like, oh, I'm from like Marquette, Calumet, Howell Lake. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's where I grew up playing, right? Like, we travel there all the time. He's like, what's your last name? Stippage. I'm like, you you related to Nick? He's like, that's my brother. And it's like, what the fuck, right? <laughs> Turns out that we all have similar friends. I know his brother really well. Yada yada yada. Oh, it's I'm just seeing, it's all part oh, of it. I'm so when you when you're talking about that story, you get outside. You know, hey, oh, you know, oh, hey, this. Oh, it, that's oh, exactly hey, what oh, it was. It, it was it like it brings me back to Slapshot at the end when there's the big brawl and the guy just starts stripping and dancing. Yeah, it was just it was chaos. But um, anyway, so he he was the one that actually got me. He's like, dude, like I I was playing with them on their men's league. He's like, dude, you got to come out and coach. Come out and coach. Come out and coach. And he was bugging me, bugging me. I'm like, I don't know, like you know what I mean. I don't. I don't really want to. I'm living in Whistler. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I wanted to just have a good time and kind of, time. you know, well, that's, and we had a good time, trust me. But it was like, so I ended up like jump. He's kind of the guy that got me into it and, you know, been Jeez. rolling ever since. And See, if you never got into that if, fight, you would never If I never got into that fight, I would no never, I would never be that. that would like, be holy insane. shit. That's what it was. How See, that See how life, and. And then we just, we've just been kind of rolling ever since, right? And we're, we're lucky the kids, Whistler, just kids in general in the corridor, they're like super athletes. Like they do everything well and they're good kids. Yeah. And it's a bonus. Yeah. I mean, you ask why I'm here. And I mean, that's that's a big part of it. Like most people would move to Whistler for skiing, you know, and right. that was kind of the original, yeah. you know, reason why we went there. Like I skied a bit. It wasn't like, oh, I came here. I was like, oh, I can ski. It was like, fuck no. Like <laughs> this is mental what this place is. And you're um, looking, you're just looking for the appraising. Oh, the butts. Give me 130. I was, I'm done. I was, I was the king of it. Yeah. Like, my, you guys at the bottom. Yeah, my ski, fighting and fucking. That's what you said. Yeah, yeah. For. My, my ski day was like top of Whistler, peak to peak. I'll see you guys at Dusty's. Flash, it was, it was a one run. Yeah. Whiskey flash, shots. Watch the WB seasons. Oh, imagine, <laughs> on, imagine hey, just hey, terrible. Forty percent. But <laughs> all of our, like I said, all the people that I that I met. They were in the bar scene, right? So the we fighters just, and the fuckers. Yeah, and like, that was it. Yeah. So we just, uh, we just basically, you know, we had a time, maybe too good of a time, right? a lot but of times. Okay. But it's what it, it's okay. It, that's what you're supposed to do. When yeah, you're like 20 I was and 20, shit. right? Like right? I had to now go and do 40, it. We're 40. We're old. And I don't want to do that shit. Why well, wouldn't um, I want to well, sleep? Right. Shameless, Another beer there. Well, keep fuckers. drinking the backcountry and get a good night rest. There you go. The pool shower or the. You want a pool shower? And I am on to this. But Steve, like. Hey, I'm on this. Hey, talk about a good time. That yeah, is a well, good I'm beer. On the, I'll take you to the candy shop. Oh well, that's so fucking good. But here's your uh, take a chance mm. on me. Broken hearts, broken noses. That was broken hearts and broken noses. Yeah, that's crazy. so Squamish, actually. Yeah, right? I mean that's it, so '94. All of this stuff, it would just so it just so resonates through. Like I mean, and again, it's, it's very natural, right? Like yeah, it's everything. It is. small town. I I feel for kids these days in that they don't get to experience that without yeah. being. Put on blast. Yes. On a, Social media. Can pull a cell phone out. Oh man! If they had order. videos of half totally. the shit I did when I was a kid, man, we would all be in jail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'd all be in jail. <laughs> the shit Are you that like, we would have on social 100%. media right now, like, oh my god. I mean, 
in your twenties, and, and as when you're growing up, you make mistakes. Everybody yeah, makes mistakes. You have to. I mean, that's that's how you learn. Up, yeah, right. That's what you it own is. It. You don't lie about it. You, you own it. You're and you, and well, you lie. You lie about it for a little bit. <laughs> right. My, my uncle. My uncle's a judge, and he always told me denial is a river in Jerusalem. He said, <laughs> deny, deny, deny. You know yeah. the, the denial. Marcus, Am I, was, is it in Jerusalem? Maybe uh, I'm wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. Completely wrong. Totally wrong. Well, fuck, I got screwed anyways. My uncle fucked me on that He wasn't a geography major. And not even nowhere near Jerusalem. No. I'm actually, like, I'm so glad there was no social media. There was none of that. Oh, it's massive. Yeah, that's what scares the shit of me. You ask me why. Like, sorry, I do... Yeah, that's but like we, not on it. You want like, to talk to Borelli? Not you on it. You have to phone the store, yeah. or you have to, <laughs> you have to fa- messenger Facebook, <laughs> and he'll get back to you. Oh, you know eighteen hours man. later, you're like, oh, okay, Facebook. my fuck, my Borelli's online eighteen hours ago. Message oh, the fucker because you're not oh, gonna get a hold of him again. He's in Whistler coaching, so you gotta call. Just went green. No, no. So you gotta just went green. So yeah, either that or you have to call Crystal on the fucking home line. Yeah, and most times you don't answer the fucking phone, right? Again, I I don't understand why. I don't. I so to be. I I can't even fucking explain it. I don't know. It just like what, the house line. Fu- no, just not having oh, a phone. Marcus. Oh, I was gonna say, no. well, you have fucking Italian parents, you know, they call the house wear line. Doesn't wear socks. No, but he never wears. I've never seen him wearing shoes. Uh, so I'm like, okay, so the, that's the thing. Yes, I, I wear my black hat all the time because I'm fucking <laughs> trying to cover my gray hair. He and does wear. Till I go to the rink. I truly thought that we were like going somewhere tonight, right? And we were partying. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm putting, the, I'm putting the shoes on tonight because like I'm with Fryer as a complete fucking wing nut. And he's going to say something to somebody. We're gonna and then OP. we're fucking fighting. And then I have to run home. And it's like, and he's fuck, I can't run in my flip flops. And, and then I go to throw a kick because I'm, I'm getting taught by Jamie Horth how to kick somebody in the fucking nice. head. And my flip flop goes flying and I got to drive home or walk home. With one flip-flop on my foot. Speaking of Jamie Horth. She's a machine. She's amazing. So we're having her on the show. Will she she teach me how to kick the shit out of Fryer? Because I've been waiting. It doesn't take much to kick the shit out of Fryer. (laughs) Well, like really look at the, I've never seen this man in a fight right so ever this is, this I'm gonna arm wrestle Jamie though I'm gonna give you all a little secret oh, I'm gonna let you in on something the one thing he can do is he can fight hey, he can yeah. roll let's stop talking in a little fight. secret oh there's God. one thing I love to do in hockey probably more than anything was fighting was fighting yeah take a look at my nose and ain't never been reconstructed. <laughs> Hockey at a high level. Fighters. We're, we're, we're good fighters and I had to beat them up. Yeah. When we were talking earlier about getting punched in the head when we were playing, he hit me one time hard in the head, like gave me like a quick pop and I was like, you fucker, like I wasn't even expecting it. It was quick one and I was like, fuck, he hits, he hits pretty hard. Well, obviously Jamie kicked the shit out of him, but like... 100%. Do you think well, she I, could, ain't even, do, I ain't even... I ain't no, no, trying, no, 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 don't even... But do you think that like she could teach me she to kick the shit? 100%. I mean... Um, I'm excited. She's so she, mean. There isn't a girl in Canada who would even take that fight. Exactly. I'm Well, she's so she's the number, the number one Pound for rank, pound, easy. Um, you know, she's fighter bitch, in man. Canada. Fucking badass uh, bitch. For her weight class. And she's, she's definitely having a hard time getting a fight and having a girl sign a contract um see what kind of shit is that hey like well it's 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 what kind of what's just happening right but she's an absolute machine yeah. she's a sweetheart too like she's yeah. amazing she worked, she worked Salt you know at the store for you know 10 plus years she's amazing yeah. um she stepped away from a lot of things you know what i mean and just been yeah. kind of training full time and it kind of comes with the territory it's so the sick. same thing for cole and some of the other fighters that they have kind of coming out of the sound and it's like you kind of have to, right? Yeah. She's, you know, it's it comes with it. Same thing for hockey. Like if you wanna, if you wanna go, you gotta. Yeah. Maybe you're not going to the party on Saturday night or Friday night or whatever that is, right? Like. 
Is that why I let in three goals on Saturday? Probably, yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Only first, three? First game back. The old five hole. Guess how many we got? Fuck, yeah. zero. So yeah. three, nothing lost my first game back. The I think I might hang out. I'm like 43 now. Oh, yeah. I've good. been playing goal for 40 years, right? So that's maybe why yeah. my goaltending is it's, like. It's pretty interesting because we, uh, Jamie obviously is a close friend of mine. Yeah. And her fiance, Casey, yeah. right? Like, and then my wife is, you know, heavy in, into the yoga, very yeah. spiritual, yeah. very right. Like, and it's like. When we're out together, it's it's a pretty funny dynamic, right? Like my wife again is an is a complete rock star too as I well. Love your like, wife. you know, she was a professional stoneboarder for yeah. seven or eight years. She was a damn girl at the Amsterdam. Like, she was hard nosed. She was hard nosed. I've I've yet to meet Miss his better half. Really? And I would huh, say really at really? the end of the day, yeah, I would say at the end of the day, she has to. Well, be you're missing out. Oh, she is. Oh, hundred percent. She's fucking badass too. Yeah. But my wife, I was leading into hey, the fact hey. that my wife always tries to fight Jamie. She does. And my Shut wife up. is like five foot she's one, so like tiny. But oh she's she's a little fiery one. But she's like she is fiery. If we're out and we're having some drinks and that kind of stuff, she just like she's just fiery and she boxed growing okay. up too as well. And that's a really good athlete too as well. Um, but she always wants to fight Jamie like all the this. time. We were in Palm Springs, and we were at like a really nice Italian restaurant for my wife's birthday, and it was like. My lord, like what are what are you doing? And those two are like circling each other in the parking lot. There's 20 of us there for like the weekend, and it's like, oh my god, are these girls gonna fight? Like some people that we didn't yeah. know. It's like, no, they're not gonna fight. And we're trying to explain to them the dynamic here. She's a yoga teacher. She's actually a professional fighter. <laughs> yeah. This is going nowhere. But they're like, you know, a couple pops, you, and hey, they're just. You should have you should have chucked this one right in between yes. the backcountry. What was that? Hey. What did the five fingers say to the face? Exactly. <laughs> what did the five hole say to the face? It's a, right? it's a tropical punch sour, and this is oh, actually yeah, oh, it's so good. You yeah. throw that five one hole. in the Listen. mix next time you guys are out getting at it. How about this? This is a good IPA too, though. Like this is their look. It's from the um, Step Brothers. Yeah. I know you touched my, oh my drum set. I know you touched my drum set. Wait, Step Brothers. IPA. You want, a little, you want a little in on Jamie Horth? Yes. Her favorite movie, Step, Step Brothers. Brothers. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. So what I'm saying is like just lay one of those out in front of her. We have, a real they nice have, they have a new set out. Uh, it's like the Cobra Kai one. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a karate yeah. kid. Perfect uh, for that episode. Yeah. So, Ben, we're coming for you for some more of this. I I know no, you, you touched my, my drum, drum set. set. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm looking idea. really forward to that one. I'm hoping I don't get my ass kicked. When that Fuck goes you! We're getting your ass. No, either no, by I'm, her listen, or not her showing room. me how to fucking there's kick your ass. There's not enough room in the man's shed for me to get put into an arm bar or a triangle. Well, there's, I think there's, there's lots there's of room. Of room. Really? No, no move this over. No, no, we're done. As long as, as long as the pussy. coach, as long as the coach stays fuck where it is, you, we're fuck good. You, fuck, you fuck, fuck you, fuck you too. Fuck, fuck you, fuck you. You want to fuck? I'll fucking kill you. Fucks come out. Fuck you. You fucking kill you. Fuck you, fuck you, 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 you get all your fucking liquid courage in you now, and now you fucking, you're gonna get it. And see. The program is rated TV MA NSFW OMFG GAF TTV BYGAS. It is unsafe for epileptics. It kills lab rats. And, oh my God, this shit is going to give you nightmares. For real.